You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. I like this segment, the community sport with yep. Elders. Elders Insurance, from local footy to community events, it's our way of giving back. Elders Insurance, hands-on support for our local community. And no one does it better, really, than Ben Hawke, when you think of the Sunday Mail, covers... Oh. A myriad of it's a great, sports. It's a great read. I, it I, is. I, I enjoy reading And often little yeah. unique things yeah. or things we don't sort of hear of any joints. Now, hi, Ben, how are you? David, Malcolm, my mother will be very pleased to know that someone other than her reads my Sunday Mail column every week. Oh, I've already, I've read it all the time. I've been in it a couple of times, Hooky. I've got to read in case I get back in there, you know, <laughs> and so does Blighty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about Celestina Dona or Donna, the answer to Blighty's Trent Ormond Allen. What's that all about? Well, well Many of your listeners will re- remember the day when Blighty went into a game of AFL football. I reckon it was 1999, Blighty, when you didn't have a ruckman. And you put Trent Orman Allen into the ruck, who's about, what, 5'11 or something? Yeah, but she could spring. <laughs> the best spring. Yeah. Well, Celestina Donna is exactly the same. She plays for Morfordville Park in the Adelaide Footy League Division One women's competition. She uh, has played a couple of games for Norwood. But uh, Brad Farrell, who's the coach for Morfordville Park, Plays her in the ruck. She's 165 centimetres. So, <laughs> what is she, about five foot five? But yeah. she's got an incredible leap. And she can spring over most rucks that she opposes. She's been a dominant player in this competition to the point that uh, on Monday night, I was there uh, assisting with the presentation. But she won her second straight Gina Dutchke medal for the best player in that competition. Wow, wow. Incredible story. She's 25. She uh, came from soccer and athletics, and a couple of her friends just dragged her over, why don't you have a crack at football? She's played four years now and won back-to-back the uh, Gina Dutchke medal. Uh, she's a ripping young woman. Um, she works as a, an apprentice concreter for the Marion Council. She's about to quit that job and go and join the um, the fly-out, fly-out, fly-in, fly-out oh, yep, yep. in the mines up at Olympic Dam. She trades, this is her side hustle, would you believe, she trades Nike shoes. So she owns about 500 pairs of Nike oh, shoes. What? When they go up in value, she sells them. And when they go down in value, she buys, <laughs> buys them. them. She's, a, she's an incredible story. But uh, yeah, back-to-back Dutch gear medal. So uh, there's six back-to-back winners in the history of the medal and 11 multiple winners. She joins all of those. So incredible young story of a young girl from the southwestern suburbs of Adelaide who, um, yeah, I mean... Who knows what is going to happen with her work, but if she really put her mind to it, she could be potentially pushing to be a 27, 28-year-old uh, AFLW uh, recruit draftee. Yeah. She's, uh, she's that talented. She sounds like it too, and with Nike shoes. Now, there's a guy, Brad Shields, 1,000 career goals, just like Buddy. So, Blighty, in your day, and Wills as well, you both would remember uh, Alan Shield, the journalist yep. for oh, the yeah, Adelaide Shield. I used to do an article with him in the Advertiser Jeff in the old yep. days. Yeah. Well, well, Brad is Alan's son, oh, yeah. and uh, Brad has been a very, very good footballer for a long period of time. Brad's 46 now. He actually retired from footy in 2009. He played in a lot of the country leagues, played in the Victor Harbour League 
and the River Murray League. He retired in 2009. Unbeknownst to him, he kicked 968 goals in his career. <laughs> it was only at the start of this year, and he's a very, very great contributor of my column. His name's Peter Lyons. He lives over uh, on the West Coast, and he is the absolute authority on everything that has to do with country footy. And early this year, he released a book on all the leading goal kickers in country football competitions. So if you'd won an association goal kicking award, you were in the book. And it turned out Brad Shield, they did the numbers, went through all of his goals at Victor Harbour and all of his goals at Imperials in the River Murray League. He had 968. Now, he'd retired in 2009. He's 46. He came back this year, didn't he? He kicked 24 goals in his first five games (laughs) with a knee. And you would have thought, well, that's society just telling you maybe, you know, you're done, you're out, you're finished. Last, so not last week, but the week before, he came back from the knee injury, booted eight in the B grade for Imperials to get himself to 1,000 goals in his career. So um, what a great story that is. 13 years off and decided to come back. And uh, he'll finish the year for it. So he's not just going to get to 1,000 and retire, but uh, 1,000 goals is an outstanding milestone at any level of footy. Now, ben, could, could, could he do the same on me, mate? I'm, I've got 800 and something of senior <laughs> footy. But I kicked a lot in the, in the junior footy and all the way through and also in, in suburban footy. I reckon I've kicked when, over, over a thousand. Could he just check on me, please? I'll get Peter onto that. But uh, if you need a couple more, mate, we just need North Melbourne or uh, Woodville to come up with an over 65s competition, and you'd be a moral. <laughs> Actually, I kicked 99 for walking under 18s one year too. I might go back and just get my last one. Hey, just on um, Alan Shield, am I right, Ben? He made a double hundred. Yes, he, he did. played for yeah, South, South Australia a few games and yes, made a double oh, century. Yeah. yeah, he did. No, 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 no. Alan was man, a very, very good cricketer. In fact, Alan. Uh, and you guys might remember this, he was very heavily involved in the reporting around the birth of World Series cricket. He was at the forefront of it. So he was actually over in England uh, reporting and, and, you know, trying to find out all of the details of what was going on because all of the players were signing one by one, not completely dissimilar to Liv Golf. But, yeah, very, very good player and then a wonderfully respected journal as well. Yeah, he was too. As I said, I did an advertiser article with him. He loved, good his, man, loved his footy and he yeah. knew his footy too. Hey, now listen, just, just in closing... There's a, a, a bizarre start time in the Port Central Sandville game. I'm just interested in this. I thought oh. I'd raise this because I heard David Koch speak on another radio show this morning saying that he feels like the SANFL isn't doing the right thing by the Port Adelaide Football Club and they're considering leaving the SANFL this year. Can I just point this one out? Last weekend, Port Adelaide played Central District. It was ended up being at Woodville Oval. Malcolm, you're uh, uh, was it, was it, home was it, Sorry, mate. Wasn't it the week before? There was a bye last week. Yeah, it was the week before. Yeah, yeah so okay, we're, we're right. going back uh, yeah. 10 days ago now, but yeah, I only yeah. sort of stumbled across this story and with what Totty had to say today. This game was played at a neutral venue, Woodville Oval. It was played at 7.40 on a Saturday night. There was 600 people there. I mean, that's not really doing the right thing by SNFL footy. What happened was Port Adelaide wanted to get all of their staff from the Port Geelong game um, to be able to uh, oh, yeah. train and strap and all of yep. the sorts of things that you've got to do for your SNFL team as well. So this is what happened to Central District. Their reserves team played at 10.20 that morning against Norwood at Norwood Oval. So they're all at the ground at 9 o'clock in the morning, all of their volunteers, Central District. Then they had to turn up at, what, 7 o'clock for the uh, Port Adelaide uh, Central District second game. So gone from they're Elizabeth people. They've gone from Norwood to Woodville back to Elizabeth for about 11.30 finish. You know, I don't know. I'm a bit uncomfortable with that. I just, I understand Port Adelaide always wants to cut the best deal for themselves as possible, and that's reasonable. But a bit uncomfortable that Port Adelaide decided that it was more important for their paid people to be able to have a very smooth run mm. and really set Central up. I was a bit, I, I just think that was a bit unfortunate. Great stuff. Thanks for that, Hooky.
Always a pleasure, guys. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.